All right, so I have this question here from Ekeja Mfon. As a matter of fact, he has two questions, but I think they are both interconnected. They are, they are related questions. So I'll try to read both questions and just see how best I can um, bring some level of clarity to Ekeja's question. He has asked a very good question. He says, how, the first question he's asking is, how can you draw the line between being patient and knowing that a particular thing is not for you because sometimes it's hard to discern which is needed at a particular in a particular situation um, the second question is asking is um, there are times when we feel down doing what we really love because um, not because one is tired but the urge to do it is not just there how do you feel your passion so you don't give up doing what you love. Now these are very good questions and they are interconnected. They all have to do with um, knowing um, what your passion is. They all center around passion. So the first question is how do you discern when to be patient with doing something and when to just give up on it? So how do I know when to be patient and when to endure? Um, so to answer this question, to answer the first question and I'll lead it into the second question. A lot of times, when you find something you like to do, the initial phase of doing it is easy because it is fueled by passion. That's the truth. That's the reality. When you start doing something, the initial phase is fueled by passion. So you are doing it because you are passionate about it. So passion is your fuel. Um, so the passion will make you commit to it in the initial phase. That's what I call like the honeymoon phase of doing something. And then if you, if you are doing it passionately and you are getting validation you're getting remuneration you know you're getting some kind of positive feedback it's easy to continue now the hump is when there is no positive feedback there is criticism um, there is pushback and then passion cannot sustain it anymore and at this stage people just think man this thing doesn't seem to be developing I don't seem I, I, I don't seem to see any development in my doing this thing. I'm not getting any encouraging feedback. I'm not um, getting paid for some people that, 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 that I've been doing this thing, maybe as a business, I love doing it, but I'm not getting paid. Um, how do I know whether this, this is a slow burner or something I should just give up on? Now, when I say slow burner, you mean those things whereby it, it takes a long time to cook. So that is different between beans and rice. Um, beans you have to cook for, if you are not using a pressure cooker, you might have to cook for longer hours than you cook rice. But if you are to compare both times, you will say the beans is not cooking. You understand? But they are two different things. So you, some things are slow burners where you just feel like if I just need to stick with it longer. And some things are just things whereby it's not cooking. And I remember we, um, there was a time we had these beans once and we tried cooking it and it just didn't cook for hours and hours and just realized that this thing must be bad for some reason and we had to throw it out so that was not a slow burner it was it was a defective beans it was defective 
Now, how do you know when something is a slow burner and when it's something you should just throw out the door or throw out the window or trash? Now, in answering this question, we need to understand that this is where we must understand that we must move from emotional clarity to spiritual clarity. It's so hard to answer this question without talking about spirituality because for you to know whether to stick with something or to to ditch it and go for something else, you must have spiritual clarity which is way above your emotions and your feelings. This is where it's absolutely important, not just in business, but in, in, in relationships, in marriage relationships, in romantic relationships. This is when you know that you just need to stick it out. And this is where you grow to the level of commitment. And spiritual clarity is what puts you on the level of commitment, which is way above the level of passion. So passion is, I love it, so I'm doing it. Commitment is, I do it even on days when I don't love it. I do it on days when I don't even understand it. I do it even when I'm not getting the feedback that I desire. It is way bigger than me. This thing is calling to me. I need this thing and this thing needs me. That's what commitment is. It's not about passion. No, passion is a very elementary it's a very, very elementary um, compass. It's, 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 it's basic. It's a good place to start, but not a good place to stay because it leaves you with your emotions. So you are led by your emotions. I like, I don't like. I feel, I don't feel. You understand? That is very weak. It's a good place to start, but not, it, it cannot keep you going, especially when you have roadblocks and challenges. What keeps you going is commitment that comes from spiritual clarity. And that's where your compass is deeper than passion. Your compass is not your passion level anymore. Your compass becomes your peace level. And people that don't have spiritual clarity do not understand the concept of peace. Your peace level becomes your clarity as you grow as a person. Your peace level is what becomes your compass, not your passion. And peace, what it means is not particularly tranquility. You know, you convince tranquility, oh, everything is quiet, there is no disturbance. No, no, no. That's tranquility. And you get that by going to an exotic place, a getaway and stuff like that. Peace can be in the midst of hustle and bustle. It's a stillness. It's a commitment. And that's where only spiritual people can have peace. Whereby when you are doing it, no feedback. But within you, there is a peace. There is something that tells you, keep doing it. There's something that tells you, I need to get back to doing it. I need this thing. This thing needs me. It's not about liking. It's not about, I, I love doing it. Which is why in your second question, you talked about fueling your passion. You see... You get to a stage where you stop fueling your passion. Your passion is, is a child, to be honest with you. You get to that stage where you stop fueling passion and start feeding peace. Or you, 
I wouldn't even say feeding peace, allowing peace to feed you. You understand? You dwell and you nourish yourself on your peace level, not on your passion level. So I wouldn't use this in relationships. You meet a guy, you meet a girl. For girls, you meet a guy. For guys, you meet a girl. And you are you're attracted to everything. Everything just makes your heart beat faster. The way they style their hair, the color of their eyes, their complexion, their voice. You know, all those things just trigger your passion for them. But you know, after a while, if you go into a relationship and maybe get married, these things become commonplace. That hair, you've seen it every day, it's normal. That eyes, the, the color of those eyes, normal. Hazel eyes, normal. Complexion, dark, fair, normal. The texture of their voice, it becomes commonplace. Then passion starts to grow for where it can find another, another high, another excitement. Then you search for it, you can't find it. Then you kind of feel, I'm not in love with this person anymore. And that's where people start saying, should I commit to this relationship or should I look for another? But then you go beyond that. In real strong, spiritually founded relationship, what you base it on is your level of peace with the person. That peace always calls out to you. Even when you have disagreement, you can't wait to go back and make up because there's something just disturbed on your inside by not being with the person. There's a disturbance. So your peace level is what commits you. So you might see more beautiful people, more handsome people. But then, it's your peace level that keeps you committed. Like, I don't get the same level of peace I feel with this other person. And the same thing it is with your business and what you do. It's your peace level. You have to grow into knowing what your peace indicators are. Not your passion indicators. Your passion indicators will run out. You can't keep feeding it. Or else you keep jumping from one thing to another, one relationship, one person. So I don't, I, I don't advise you to feel your passion. When, that, when, when your passion runs dry, it is now a time to grow. It's an indicator to grow into further spirituality or what your peace level is. Because not everything you have to do in life will be something you enjoy doing or you feel like doing. As a matter of fact, when I started speaking and making content, I didn't feel like doing it. When I started Pro Masterclass, the YouTube channel, I didn't feel like doing it. When I started the podcast, I didn't feel like doing it. When I started my Telegram group, I didn't feel like doing it. When I started teaching logo design, I didn't feel like doing it. In fact, my journey has been the only thing I felt like doing that started from intense passion was design. I saw design from the onset. I loved the concept. I loved the, the process, I loved the product. So every time I designed a logo, I loved doing it, I loved the process. But the problem was whenever I didn't feel like I wouldn't design that day, unless there was a pressure from within me to say I have to deliver this job to a client. So design was a pure passion expression for me. But then my wife told me to start making content and answering people's questions. And I didn't like the process. I didn't like the product of my videos that I was doing then. Because then I could stay hours trying to record a five-minute video. 
I could stay two hours. And I'll be doing it over and over and over and over again, making mistakes. And for a time, I stopped doing it because I didn't like the process. I didn't like the process. I didn't like the product it was coming out with. But then, you know what happened? This period, I stopped recording content for Pro Masterclass. I wasn't sleeping well at night. I wasn't sleeping well. There was just something in me saying, Tola, you're not doing what you're meant to be doing. I lost my peace. There was no peace. And somebody was telling me, you need to go back and keep recording those videos. Go back, spend those two hours. Don't worry. It will get better, but you need to go back. I lost my peace. So by the time I dropped it, my peace level started dropping. And I knew I had to go back. I never had the passion to be answering people's questions. It was an inconvenience to me for a very long time. People would send me questions on WhatsApp. I would leave it for days, weeks, sometimes months. Because I was too focused doing my passion project, which was designing logos. I loved doing that. So I was feeding that. But then it was time for me to grow into a teacher and I didn't like it. So when people were asking me a question, hey, how do I make money as a designer? How do I do this? I was like, this guy just wasting my time. I don't have time for this. I need to go out and chase money. But every time I ignored somebody's question, I didn't have peace. It will almost haunt me for days. Haunt me was always in my mind. I was thinking, answer this question, answer this question. No peace. So I would have to go back and answer that question. And immediately I answered the question, I felt peace. I felt peace. So I knew I needed to be doing this thing. It wasn't about whether I liked it or not. It was about what was expected of me. So sometimes we need to grow beyond being feeling beings. A lot of times we are, we are too feeling. You understand? We are, as human beings, we let our feelings detect too much. I feel like, I don't feel like, I love this, I don't love this. The highest level of expression is not doing what you love. The highest level of self-expression is doing what is required of you, even on days you don't love it. That's what you, that what shows you are a totally mature, spiritual human being, a given human being. Not because it's convenient, but because it's right, it's expected. So we must grow from doing what we are passionate about to doing what we are committed to by our peace indicator, even when we don't love it. And as a matter of fact, when you start expressing things that are a calling to you, even in the midst of your emotions, not confirming those things, those things grow into what I would call real passion. Not emotional passion, not feeling passion, just clarity passion. That's the real passion in your life. And then when you can grow into that level, you've won. Because then that's when you can do stuff without thinking of how much am I being paid? Who is noticing me? Who is validating me? Because you are doing it out of a conviction. And that's why some people do some things, they never get any validation, no recognition, till they die. Then people start digging out and saying, whoa, did you know about this content or this person? There are so many people like that. They kept on doing, 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 doing. No validation. But when they died, the thing blew up. So, I'll use someone like um, Vincent Van Gogh. Van Gogh was not a successful artist when he was alive. He was not successful. He was not successful. He was a pauper. 
He was poor most of his life. He died in poverty. But he continued to paint in his impressionist style of painting. He continued to paint. It was after he died that he found fame, that his work found fame. Now, imagine if Van Gogh had stopped painting because he wasn't getting validation. He wouldn't have been able to give to the world what he has given to the world now. So Van Gogh did not paint selfishly. He didn't paint because of what he was going to get. He felt a draw, a pull in his spirit to paint. It was a spiritual thing for him. I want to believe it was a spiritual thing for him. I want to believe, although he might not have understood that because he fought with a lot of things, a lot of mental health issues, which is where we need spiritual clarity. If he had spiritual clarity, he would have had peace and that would have kept his mental health. So there was still a part of him that was like, I'm following my passion, but I'm not getting what I want. So sometimes when people are stubborn about it, it's not clarity, it's stubbornness. But in the long run, if you do things from a sense of peace, even when you're not getting the feedback the way you expect, you expect to get it, you have your peace compass, which always keeps your mental state intact. As a matter of fact, you'll be happy doing it. Not because it makes you happy, but because you realize that you are doing something that is higher than what you want. And the, the best example I can give for to make this clear is the story is Jesus Christ. You see, he didn't he didn't feel like dying. And that's why I was saying, if this cup can be taken away from me. But then the ultimate prayer was not what I want, but what you want, God. Because he knew that doing what God wants gives him peace. So spiritual clarity is what, is what gives you that clarity that is led by a compass of peace. Not a compass of emotions or passions or feelings or excitement so we, you need to grow into that so it's okay to start with passion it's okay by doing what you're passionate about you go to a place where passion where, where, where passion cannot be satisfied anymore when you get to that state then you need to get on your knees and start praying you understand and say god let me not be led by what i feel anymore let me know what gives me peace Peace is not, it's not hard to, to know, you understand? It's a stillness. It's that thing that keeps calling you. Keeps calling you, even when you're not getting the... You might not be getting the exact result you want. Sometimes peace can come from... When you're surrounded by a lot of criticism, you get one person give you just the validation you want. Out of a thousand people that have criticized you, one person gives you a validation. You understand? It says exact, the exact words you need. That's the spiritual telling you to keep going when the world tells you to stop. That's the reality of the matter there. You understand? That's what is called discernment. You understand? Every other person doesn't see it. But there's just a twinkle of light that is sent to you to keep you going. To keep you just going. And I keep talking about my return to Nigeria. Uh, when I was in Canada, the environment was good. There was light. There was water. There was security, there was good food, it was great. My skin was better because the weather was, was, was cool, you understand? I looked good. 
You understand? I looked good. I, mean, I remember when I came back to Nigeria, people were like, Tony, you're looking good. You're looking fresh. You're looking, you know, it was good. But in Canada, I didn't have peace. When I was sleeping, I was like, oh, man, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not fulfilled here. There's something. I need to go back to Nigeria. But then I came back to Nigeria and no light, no water, insecurity, no instability, harsh weather. You understand? It was, it was, it was, it was, it was hard. And it still is hard. Because I still see these things around me that want to discourage me to say, give up on this Nigeria. But then, I wake up in this Nigeria with the insecurity, unstable environment, in, um, um, bad basic amenities, bad roads, no water, no light. But then, there's something funny that I feel here, which is a sense of peace. There's a stillness I feel here, which I didn't feel in Canada. And that is my compass. But when I tell people, they don't really understand. And that's the thing, when you tell people about what you want to do, they might not really understand. They don't tell them about peace. They might not really understand. It's an inner validation. But each day, I need to continue growing that spiritual clarity of a peace compass, not a, not a passion compass. So I express it every day in my life. So I hope, I hope this helps to bring some clarity to you um, in front and wherever else is listening to this. Passion is not the ultimate fuel for expression. We need to grow. It, it, it's a pretty immature way of... It's not the most immature. The most immature is survival. You understand? That's, that's levels below passion. When you do something for a need to survive. That's below. Then you need to grow into a place of doing something because you're passionate about it. That takes more courage. You understand? Anybody can do stuff to survive. Animals do stuff to, to survive. That's why they are lower animals. You understand? We need to that we need to grow as higher animals to be able to find what we love to do. But that's just the second level. You must grow from survival to getting clarity about our passion. Then you now grow into a clarity of knowing what is required of us into a stage of commitment where it's not about passion. And this is, where we, this is what people refer to as purpose. Do you understand? You go into a purpose stage where even though it's hurting you, you realize you need to do it. Even though you realize it might take your life, you realize you need to do it. You understand? It's bigger than you. It's an assignment. And the compass for that is peace. Unlike the passion, where the compass is your emotions, how you feel. And survival, where the emotion is your stomach, how you live. So I hope this, this, this helps you. But it's an incredible question you've asked. And I think it's something a lot of people need to pay good attention to.